You are listening to Radio Lounge, the voice of creative entrepreneurs and influencers. My name is Patrick, and I will be the host for today's show. This podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at Lounge 4284, the space for web content creators and creative people. Keep in mind, this episode will be bilingual. Today's show is all about overcoming situations where people are not accepting and believing in your projects and how do you proceed with it? How do you follow your dreams? How do you believe in it? And how do you make this happen? How many times have you been told you cannot do? How many times have you been shut down or rejected? How many times have you been told your business is rubbish and you won't be successful? How many times did you take study subjects at school to please your parents? for that matter, went to school to get a diploma for their sake. How many times have you been told your ideas don't matter, that what you are doing is pointless? How many times have you been told you are not tall enough to become a model or competent enough to accomplish something? How many times you've been told working for free or helping a community is a waste of time? How many times have you been rejected asking your crush out? What? No, okay, yeah, this is a joke. How many times? Joining us today is life business coach Claudia Comtois. Hi, Claudia. Maybe you wanna you wanna say uh, you wanna give a little introduction of who you are. Yeah, sure. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, hi, I'm Claudia, <laughs> and uh, I used to be a social media manager, and now I'm moving more and more, and I'm doing business and life coaching. So really helping people um, move through the phases of their businesses. And of course, whenever you put yourself out there, you are prone to um, judgments and things like that, which is why we decided to do this subject today. And uh, so, yeah, basically that's what I do. I went to HSC and had my bachelor's in finance. And then I worked four years at the bank, uh, Desjardins, which is not a bank, but it's a bank. <laughs> so I did my duty as a citizen of going to school, getting good grades, getting a good job. And then I got fired. And in my opinion, it was unjustly. It was really because the business was closing more and more uh, departments. And I got out and I was crushed. I was literally crushed. And I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I didn't know where I was going from there. I didn't know if I should apply for um, another bank or anything because I had all my degrees in that. And I actually tried something different. And the big sister of my friend asked me if I could manage her page for her social media. And this is how I got started. I was like, okay, let me do it. And from then, I had new clients and referrals. And it just grew. And more and more people were asking me questions about their businesses and their lives and everything. And so I moved slowly from social media management to business tips and business coaching and everything. So today I think we have a great topic because I have faced a lot of judgment from myself but from others as well. And I actually made a really intense video where I was super emotional. And this is why like Patrick reached out to me. And I think Sonia, which was here. Oh, yeah, you're here. <laughs> I was like, where is she? She disappeared. <laughs> but, yeah, she, she told me that she saw the video and everything, and I'm so surprised because sometimes you put yourself out there and you don't actually know who's watching. Mm-hmm. And then you come to an event, 
and you meet them. <laughs> it's awesome. So I think we have a beautiful subject today. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just to put it into perspective, for those who didn't see the video, uh, Claudia was basically putting it, putting all her emotions out there <laughs> when people close to her, such as good friends or even family, mm-hmm. were were not uh, were not were not supporting what Claudia mm-hmm. was doing, were, were calling calling you out as a fake. Yes. And and that really touched you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I also face. And working here with other content creators, they also uh you know go through this many many times uh especially uh, if you are if you are here and you are a content creator most probably people are said like is this your job are you a joke like yeah. what are you doing uh i get i get i get told that every day almost uh whenever we have family dinners or whatnot people always say you know like are you kidding me you cannot make money with this even though i could bring paychecks and show hey i actually got a contract yeah. they'll, they'll still see it as a, as a joke and saying that that's not a real job that I should I should have picked something else, uh, even especially even if you work from home. Maybe some people are like, "Oh, you're working from home, so let's take advantage of yes. you because you're not doing anything, basically, <laughs> right?" That's uh, so true. <laughs> but people don't get it that our job is mobile. That yeah. we are continuously as a nomad going around the city, around the world, even creating content to making our buck because that's that's who we are. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have a concrete example of something that, that, that happened to you? Maybe, maybe you can say this one in French. Oh, man. Let's yeah. cut right to the chase, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, is this en français? Okay. Tout le monde comprend le français aussi? Oui, okay. Donc, en fait, une des choses qui me sont arrivées, donc, il y a plusieurs personnes, en fait, qui vont vous juger dans votre parcours ou quoi que ce soit. Mais je trouve que les personnes qui vous jugent euh, que ça vous atteint le plus, c'est vraiment vos proches. Puis quand vous avez un proche comme un parent, une soeur, un frère, un cousin, une cousine, ou même des amis qui, basically, vous jugent, comme par exemple, moi j'ai eu un épisode où est-ce que je lançais mon cours, j'étais vraiment fière de ce que j'avais créé, un super beau cours avec plein de valeurs, plein, 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 plein de, d'informations pour aider les gens à, à grandir leur, leur entreprise. Et euh, j'ai présenté le projet à quelqu'un qui était vraiment proche de moi. Puis j'ai dit, écoute, ça va s- le, le lancement se fait bientôt. J'étais vraiment énervée. Vous savez quand vous avez un projet en tête, puis vous vous mettez sur la table, vous regardez le projet, vous dites, waouh, finalement, on arrive au bout de la peine. T'sais, j'ai travaillé, j'ai filmé les vidéos, j'ai mis sur une plateforme. Puis vous vous sentez tellement fier. Puis là, vous êtes prêt à le partager avec le monde. Et la personne vous regarde et vous dit, arc. Really? That's what you did? You're scamming people, you're taking people's money. Tu mets ton cours out there, tu prends l'argent des gens. I never thought I would look at you one day and you do that. And then that feeling, it's like, whoa, it's like you get punched in the stomach mm-hmm. and like the air is just cut off. And that happened to me. People who were close to me told me I was a prostitute, which I was like, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Like. <laughs> What? Did I put naked photos of me somewhere? Like, I don't remember it. <laughs> like, des, des choses comme ça qui, qui m'ont été dites. Puis sur le moment, vous le prenez personnel. Vous le prenez comme, oh mon Dieu! Like, oh wow! Et quand vous prenez du recul, puis vous regardez, vous dites, that's not true. That's not true. I actually worked hard for that. I busted my butt. I created something. Comme vous avez créé quelque chose, c'était dans votre tête et vous l'avez mis sur papier, vous l'avez mis, c'est un vidéo que vous avez créé, c'est un cours que vous avez lancé, c'est un produit que vous avez créé. Puis vous dites, c'est parti de ma tête à 
Aujourd'hui, c'est concret, c'est devant moi. Il y a quelqu'un qui a pensé à ce, à ce verre. Quelqu'un a pensé à cette chaise. Quelqu'un a pensé à cette chose. <rire> you know? Puis aujourd'hui, on les a devant nous. Donc, quand vous prenez du recul, vous pensez à ce que les gens vous dites, puis que vous pensez aussi, puis honestly, I can ramble on, you gotta stop me. But <rire> Mais comme, si vous pensez à des gens comme euh, Einstein, ou euh, c'est qui en ce moment, le, le créateur de Tesla, là? Musk. Ouais, Elon Musk. He's getting so much bullshit right now. Le gars a créé une, une voiture électrique qui a commencé à, à, à produire dans différents pays. He created something that's out there that's going against every freaking petroleum company right now. So you might, you bet your bottom dollar that he's going to get some shit for it. Mm -hmm. Like, he is going to get some shit. And that's exactly what's happening right now. La production marche pas. Uh, he's like filming himself smoking or whatever. People are giving him shit. But at the end of the day, he's creating something that nobody else is doing right now mm -hmm. or is not known mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the more you put yourself out there, the more you're going to get criticism. Mm -hmm. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing. And when you learn to, you understand it, you don't take it personal anymore. And you understand that it's actually people putting their limitations on you. So because they think they can't do that, they're telling you you can't do it. Because they think they can't do it. So if you think about uh, Freud, which is like one of the psychological thinkers, he's saying it's called projection. They're projecting their fears on you, mm -hmm. and it's not true. Mm -hmm. And the moment you understand it's not true, that's when you feel free. Mm -hmm. That's when it doesn't affect you anymore. Mm -hmm. And yeah, someday it might be like, oh, I got a comment. And you're like, what is my life? What is my existence? But you're allowed to cry for like five minutes, But then you're allowed to delete it as well mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's your platform. Do you uh, for those who, who's going to school here? Qui va encore à l'école? Okay. Quelques okay. d'entre vous. Est-ce que vous allez? Est-ce que vous, vous savez qu'est-ce que vous faites à l'école? Est-ce que vous avez déjà choisi votre pas? Ou c'est des gens qui, qui ont dit il faut que vous allez il faut que vous allez à l'école? Non. Je de, de mon père, moi j'ai décidé. Moi je savais c'était quoi mes intérêts et je suis allé étudier là-dedans. Ok. Puis, euh, même, même chose, like, la job, euh, ceux, qui, ceux qui sont au travail puis qui sont pas contents, those who are at work and who are not happy, is there anything that's stopping you from your happiness? Est-ce qu'il y a quelque mm. chose qui vous arrête de vous rendre à, à, à être heureux? Well, I'm working on getting out of the normal day-to-day -day job eventually, but I've been there 13 years. I have a lot of security. I have four weeks off. So that makes it hard also to leave when you have security. Mm -hmm. Oh mm -hmm. my God. I think that's a subject we can definitely <laughs> yeah. talk about, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk about a girl I know <laughs> who used to go to work and cry her freaking eyes out in the car. And But you know what? She had a 401k and she had four weeks of vacation and she had free coffee in the cafeteria So why would she leave her job, you know? So this person, <laughs> I mean, she waited until she got fired before. Because Universe was like, girl, if you're not about to do it yourself, I'm, I'm going to kick you out. Like, enough. <laughs> yeah. So what I can say is check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, if you feel like you're going to school or you're going to that place you work at and it's just not feeling right you're like something's off something is off 
And the way life works is really funny. And, you know, I don't have all wisdom, like 25, man. Like, I don't have, like, you know, years of experience. But from what I learned is that life will start by giving you a little tap on the shoulder. And then if you don't listen, it'll tap a little harder. And then it will smack you across your face. <laughs> and then it will throw a brick at you until you get it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you keep doing what you're doing and you're just like, oh, I just have 40 years before my retirement, girl. Let's go. Let's put down the work pants on and let's go to work. No, you guys are meant for more. And when you realize that, you know, you have one life, and there's a reason why there was this big movement of like YOLO and stuff like that with the millennials, is because people realize you only have one life, okay? And whatever your beliefs are, if you believe in like reincarnation or whatever, well, right now is the only life you know of. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And you can't take it for granted. And I think that, I think it was Gary Vee who said that. Um, he said, if you're doubting about yourself or you're wondering if you're doing the right thing, go hang out in a nursing home for a day and talk to the people and ask them, what do you regret most? And when you see the pain and regret in their eyes, of what dreams they haven't done and what they wish, the conversation they wish they would have had, the places they wish they would have visited, the, the, the projects they wish they would have taken on. And when you see that pain in their eyes, you can feel it and you can take that away and, and make it your own and realize, do I want to, at 85, 90 years old, have that look in my eyes, that look of despair, mm-hmm. that regret. Because you either have pain in the moment or regret. And regret is a hundred thousand times more painful than the pain you have to go through right now. The pain of judgment. The pain of, I have to get up earlier to work on my dreams. I have to work later on to work on my dreams. I have to put in the work right now. That pain is a hundred thousand times less painful than the pain of regret. Because you can always endure that pain, but the pain of regret, you're gonna live with that forever. Now definitely, everyone that's here, I'm sure there are some people who are actually happy from where mm-hmm. they are. I'm sure there are people here who are happy or who are. Maybe you want to share how you reach that happiness. Like maybe if you want to share what you do and, and say why you're happy and how mm-hmm. maybe you can help others uh, achieving that. Donc, peut-être, peut-être vous êtes content ou que vous êtes présentement. Peut-être vous voulez, peut-être vous voulez partager avec nous qu'est, c'est quoi vous faites et comment vous avez a, a, obtenu cette, euh, cette moment de um, happiness and joie. joie. It's hard. It's really hard to go bilingual, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe it's just Doing me. Doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone want to share? Quelqu'un qui veut partager? Yeah. Yes? Vite, vite, euh, moi, ce qui me rend content, c'est juste de faire qu'est-ce que je veux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Je veux être ici, je suis ici. Mm-hmm. Puis juste le fait d'être présent et que ça soit mon choix, ça m'a vraiment heureux qui fait que je peux vraiment comme extérioriser. Là, je pense à Arthur, c'est extérioriser ce, ce, ce bonheur que j'ai. Mm-hmm. Puis c'est vraiment à l'intérieur. Chaque chose que je fais, je me donne à 100%. Présentement, mm. comme il y a un gros changement dans ma vie, qui fait que tout ce changement crée beaucoup de bonheur que je partage avec les autres. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
share. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, I'm going to have to talk about that. But, uh, you know, sight is finite. Vision is infinite. So, you know, being blind, I can't judge on what people look like. And so I don't care if people are not happy because I can't tell. So <laughs> you can make all the faces you want, but you know what? The, the moment that I decided to accept my blindness and to do what I'm doing and to travel the world and to be a motivational speaker and to be a YouTuber coming from a job where I was a massage therapist doing a normal job, uh, you know, it was tough, but why not do it? You know, and, and be yourself. And if there's something I can say is be yourself. Be authentic. Authenticity sells. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but if we were all the same, then we would all be blonde hair, blue eyes, five foot ten. But we're not. And so embrace your difference and have fun with it. There's something you yes. mentioned. Accept yourself. And I think it's a very hard thing to do for many people, for many situations, as accepting who they are, accepting what they're doing, accepting mm -hmm. you know their choices and stuff, because a lot of times, like we start this conversation, we are pressured mm -hmm. to do what others are telling us to do. We are pressured, whether it's society as as a macro sense or micro as as what's happening in your house, and and your boyfriend or your girlfriend or even your parents are, or your or your siblings are telling you not to do it because you're not good enough or forget about it or you know so so. Like, like kind of like what I think both Claudias were saying is once you're accepting who you are and what you're doing and you're, you're, you believe you know you're, you're, uh, you accept your beliefs you know that you're doing the right thing it doesn't matter what other people are saying well you pay the bills in the end right people exactly this actually that actually sparked me an idea too uh, not an idea but a, 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 a no Thought. Thought. A memory. A memory. <laughs> uh, just recently, I was talking to one of my friends who's actually going through this where he's pressured to do the work he doesn't want to do and stuff. And I actually gave him that speech. I said, why are you working? He says, paying my bills. Mm. Whose bills? My bills. You're not paying your parents' bills or your girlfriend's bills or anyone else's bills. You're paying your bills. So why do what they want you to do? Right? It's, it's your life. If you, yeah. Sorry. Another yes. thing is that it's important to believe and have passion for what you do because hardships you're going to have either you're doing what you like or you're doing what you don't like. I mean, mm -hmm. whatever you do, I'm sure I, I, I'm not know you're present, but I'm certain you still have struggles. But because you believe in what you're doing, they don't feel as bad. Like when some little struggle when you're doing something you don't like is like. Ah. Mm -hmm. It does feel like that. Unleash yeah. the monster. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. Unleash the monster. <laughs> the, the title. The title actually is that. Is that? Like, it, well, I mean, we use the word monster because it's Halloween theme. It could have been anything else. But it's like to find the monster in you and say, you know what? I'm gonna be in the spotlight. I'm gonna put it out there, yeah. and and it's your problem to deal with it because I'm I'm mm -hmm. me right now. I am the werewolf or the witch or whatever. You know, I am that monster mm -hmm. and deal with it. That's what tonight's yeah. nice evening is about. Yeah. yeah. Love it. De personnes qui vont euh, qui veulent partager leur, leur histoire. Mm -hmm. uh, I yeah, Terry. Yeah. yeah. Coming from um, a business, uh, two businesses owner. I have two businesses. This is my second business. So my first business is a cell phone store. I'm pretty proud of it. In two years, this one's one year. Uh, coming from failure, you could ask me. I failed. I was 18, my first store. I opened it when I was 18. It was pretty rough. I had 18, you want to party, you want to drink, 
you're making money, you want to show off to your friends, but at the end of the line is, there's somewhere in the spotlight failure. So it waits for you until you show up. It waits for you. So basically I failed, we closed the business, we went back to the workforce, but something was still calling me to go towards business, towards, sorry, being an entrepreneur. So then uh, in 2007, I opened another business with my best friend. And again, failure called, hello. Gives you a, a sense of, buddy, this is not what you're meant to do, but you're doing it wrong. You're doing something wrong. Partying, drinking, uh, making too much money doesn't help sometimes. Well, actually it does. But <laughs> um, so basically, there's certain times in life that you learn about failure. Why? It's because it's meant to be better. It's meant for you to do better, meant for you not to make the same mistakes, uh, meant for you to understand what's good and what's not good in your business that you're doing. Is it evolving? Is it not evolving? Is it staying stable? Is it going downhill? So all these things are just a, a learning factor for being better. Mm -hmm. And today I consider myself after a rough 18 years of learning, because it's not one year that you're going to learn or two, it's a big pattern in your life which could be sometimes half your life. So basically half your life you could still be learning and you could just be an entrepreneur for a year and a half and you're like, I'm still learning. And everybody that goes through that, everybody goes through the learning process because it takes forever. Once you pass the learning status of what you want to do in life, then you get to, okay, now let me teach others how to do it. Let me teach um, somebody else that wants to learn from me. So basically from what you have is, you have the entrepreneurship, if you have it, go for it. Security, you're talking about security? <coughs> There's a big factor of security. There's a blanket that you're holding on to that it's not even there. It's, it's not there, it's not visible. You're four, day, four weeks off or 10 weeks off. Being an entrepreneur, you could have a year off. Doesn't matter. You can take a year off. If, if you're comfortable enough in your situation, you can take a year off. You can take six months off. You can take three months off. So your four weeks doesn't, it doesn't even add up to what you could gain by being your own entrepreneur. So basically those securities are put into place by just you not accelerating the movement of being an entrepreneur. I put it away so because I, I like to jump in midair and say, hello, I'm there, no parachute, go with no parachute. Then if you land on your feet, you're good. You land and you break a leg, well, basically you get up and you go back at it again, right? So Just like me, breaking my hand, I there keep you go. going, you know? Patrick, <laughs> six months down the line, you're still going to have that cast, still going to say no diploma, but nobody's still going for it. So I just wanted to give you my point of view on, on the business side. Being 18 years and still going on to learn, you know what, it's not just today you're learning, it's not just tomorrow. It's your whole life, you're mm -hmm. going through this learning factor, almost forever you're going through it. It's just a matter of time of when you want to kick it to the curb and say, you know what, let me teach others how to do it. Mm -hmm. Let me 
let me show my, my friends how to do the same thing that I've done. And then it goes on and on and on and becomes a chain. If every morning you woke up and being negative because of your security blanket of your job, well, you're just gonna stay at a job. But every day, if you wrote on the wall, I'm gonna quit today, I'm gonna quit today, and I'm willing to quit today, then you're gonna do it. Eventually you'll do it. You'll, you'll put the, sorry to say this, but the balls to, to do it. And everybody does it, everybody, everybody goes through that security phase. And Look, I used to go to the bank with my jogging suit and my shirt and go to deposit checks of amounts that I couldn't even pronounce sometimes. And the banker used to tell me, I gotta check your signature. Let me just, give me two minutes. I'm just gonna go check with the manager. After five weeks of the manager seeing me every Friday depositing checks, he used to stay at his office and say, and he used to stay in his office and just go, it's good. Why? Because he saw that I was a business person. He didn't see me as a, a guy just walking in the street with jogging suit and the pants that wasn't a business guy, you know? So whatever you, whatever you, you put out there, forget it. It's just a stigma, just what they want to call you. The rest, you build it yourself. Build a business, build friendship, build a network, and then grow it from there. So enjoy. Love it. Yes. So, words of wisdom from Terry, businessman Terry. For those tuning in from home, Terry is the owner of Bahagov in Montreal on Ogilvy Street. So if you want some waffles, you know where to go. You can, uh, you can comment and so on, share, share the, the, to people that need this inspiration. And uh, like Terry said, whatever you're learning, share it with your friends and, and the rest of people so that they can actually also grow. And that's, that in helping, you'll see that it's going to be much more a, a fruitful community than, than be, and you'll feel less alone actually yeah. in the entrepreneur's journey because it could become very alone. And the people on your podcast, if they want to like email you their stories and have like a beautiful conversation, mm -hmm. that would be like really powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, before we close off, uh, how can people find you, Claudia? So my name, I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be in the title, but at Claudia Contois on Instagram or Facebook, mm -hmm. same. Yeah. All right. And my website, ClaudiaContois.com. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. If you like today's recording, be sure to follow us on our several social media outlets where we post a ton of content. And of course, to find everything in one place, visit our website, creatorhq.org. Creator HQ is a community of content creators located in Montreal and beyond. Join the community. It's free and rewarding.